Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. I hope you had a great week and that you used your time each day, maybe as you woke up in the morning or at that pivotal point midday, as your workday was ending and you were transitioning into the next part of your day to pause. Whenever that moment is right for you, I hope that you have been seizing it to pause and reset, to pause and recognize the beauty and value of the day that you're in. You know, my mother would often say that every day that you wake up is a good day. And I recently interviewed Shirley Ralph, the amazing actress. She's She won an Emmy for Abbott Elementary, the great mockumentary, what's it called, a mockumentary that's on TV right now. And she is one of the most positive people I have met ever. And she talks a lot about that. You know, every day that you wake up, go for it because it's a blessing that you got that day. What are you going to do with that day? How are you going to use your time? And if you pause and reflect on where you are, the road ahead and what's possible, it gives you the opportunity to align yourself with whatever you want to do. I mean, it makes perfect sense. It's very simple. But if you start with gratitude, because you got the day, I woke up, I got another chance to live to the fullest, to be the best me that I can be, to address whatever things are on my list of things to do and take care of that I haven't really paid attention to. You know, whatever that is, when you wake up in the morning and you recognize that opportunity is right in front of you to do something, to take care of something that is important to you, then it should make you smile. It should make you, it should fill your being with gratitude because you recognize, ah, I can do something right now. So today's topic is don't give up. I've been thinking a lot about the things that have been happening in my life and in my friends. People are very dear to me. And so much has been happening. A lot of stress, a lot of challenge, a lot of health challenges, a lot of financial challenges, just life challenges. And a lot of people feeling that they got knocked down for one reason or another. And I know when you feel like you've been knocked down, that things are not happening exactly the way you thought they were going to happen. It can be difficult to put one foot in front of the other, even when, even if you're one of those people who does see the blessing in waking up in the morning and having another chance. Even then, it can be difficult and you can feel like there's no hope. And, and, you know, then you go through the, well, what's the point? Why should I even try if this has happened or that has happened? You know, in the past year, three people who are in my close inner circle have suffered major health challenges. And, you know, it's one thing, I guess this, maybe this shouldn't be true, but I'll just say for me, 
It's one thing when you hear about other people, you know, so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's boyfriend, so-and-so's husband, um, you know, people kind of off in the distance. When you hear about people who are distant, you feel something, you feel bad for them, but it feels like it's off somewhere. When it feels close, when it hits close to home, they're like, ugh, you know, what, what happened? What happened? What does it mean? And what does it mean to me? You know, I just was in communication with one of my Delta sisters who I've been close to, close to and peripherally close to both over 40 years. At the beginning of this year, her husband of many years suddenly passed away. And I remember when I read that, I immediately saw images that she had posted over time of her and her husband doing things. They were always out and about. They were super connected. They were, you know, even though she was super busy with her work, the two of them always made time for each other and spent spent a lot of time doing things. And I thought, hmm, how is she going to manage when her life partner, who was so important to her, is gone? And then I thought, too, she has that love that the, the memories of so many years of connection that can buoy her up. And she has the reality that she's here. And so I just heard from her, you know, this is now about nine, 10 months since he passed away. I don't know how many months, I can't count, but I guess it's not that many. Um, But anyhow, she said that she has more good days than bad days, that she is putting one foot in front of the other, that she's working on the things that matter to her and rejoicing in the memories that she has. She is not giving up. That is the point. She is sad, her heart remains heavy, but she's not giving up. I thought she was a good example. I have, I told you these friends who've had, they themselves have had health challenges. The first was almost a year ago. And he just keeps setting giant goals for himself that are so big, honestly, and, and they're, they're physical goals. You know, I'm going to run the New York Marathon. I'm going to uh, con- continue to run every day. And I, I can say his name because he talks about it publicly. And I've talked to him um, on Dream Leapers, my friend Sekou, who decided after having had a stroke and deciding that he would talk about it to help other people recognize things happen and if we're blessed enough to get back up and keep striving, God willing, and all the effort that we put in, we can become better. He has made incredibly lofty goals. He told us this on a Dream Leapers Now, that this goal to run the New York Marathon, which many of us thought was just unbelievable, like and kind of crazy, even though we're not supposed to use that word, but we thought it was just too much, but he said the reason he did it is because he needed a goal that he would be such a reach that he would reach for it and be able to push past 
the physical pain that he was going through as he was healing. I thought that was an important thing to, for, to contemplate, that there often is physical pain when, when it's a physical problem that you're looking to overcome. And then when it's not physical, it could be financial pain. It could be uh, relationship pain. It could be psychic pain. Whatever that pain is, it's often real. And if you find that you are um, drowning in the pain, that, that you are thwarted by the pain, you are stopped, that inertia sets in and you aren't able to move, that's when you want to remember, never give up. You don't want to give up when it's hard. You want to dig in and discover your resilience and keep moving forward because that's when it's worth it, you know, for you to keep trying, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Create a goal that is bigger than your pain. That's something Seiku has done, and I love that. I think it is such a brilliant idea because it puts you in a position to win. And if you're in a position to win, then what happens? Well, you win if you do it. So this notion of never giving up, it's, it's not as simple as just saying, I'm not going to do it. It means that you are engaging resilience. You're engaging uh, your commitment to yourself. You're engaging the belief that you are worth it. And the understanding that if you do what has to be done, whether it is some basic stuff of caring for yourself or some dream stuff of really looking beyond your circumstances and dreaming yourself to the next goal and then doing the work to get there, what happens? Amazing things happen. That's what I want you to understand, that amazing things happen when you push past. So let's go to the quote that I found because it's a good one. It's from Thomas Edison, who was credited with... Um, uh, capturing, harnessing energy, uh, electricity, which is pretty amazing. So what did he say? Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Isn't that true? Thomas Edison says our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So I think of so many people. I'm blessed to have people in my life who are resilient and who push forward and who find a way to get back up the next day and try one more time. And that is what Thomas Edison is saying. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up when we don't get up the next day and try again, when we are blessed to wake up the next day and don't take advantage of it, when we pull the proverbial covers over our head and don't make the step to take the covers down, get up, do something, do something, don't give up. The most certain way to succeed 
Thomas Edison says, the most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Just one more time. So you know how when you take a test and you don't do well, you're like, oh, I failed the test. If anybody's ever failed a test, you know it's tough, man. When you fail a test, whether it is a test in school, a test at work, and like a test at work could be you worked on a project and it didn't go well. Your boss wasn't happy. Uh, you may have lost a job. Like the test could have been to do well at a job. I mean, I know a couple of people in my inner circle very recently who lost their jobs. And, you know, one day you're doing your best. You're going in every day. You are, whether it's virtual or otherwise, you are waking up and showing up and doing the tasks that are put before you. And then one day the boss calls and says, sorry, we have to let you go. And in the case of the two people that I'm thinking of right now, it wasn't because of poor performance. It was because of budget cuts. And because there were budget cuts, they didn't even get the uh, compensation that they thought they would get to help tie them over until finding another job. So SOL is kind of how they felt and, and shocked and despondent. And, and we talked. I talked to one of them in particular. And I first of all said, remember how great you are. Especially, this, this was not a letting go because of poor service. It was because of budget. I said, remember how great you are. And I would say that even if it was that you did something wrong, remember your greatness. Because when you, you can fortify yourself based on your greatness, and that's going to help you go out and find something else. If you are holding on to negativity, if you are holding on to a grudge, if you are pointing that finger and saying, you did it, it's your fault. That is the worst thing. I talk about that all the time, but you know, the finger pointing does not work. The blame doesn't work. The negativity doesn't work. The broken wing bird doesn't work. Oh, I feel like this because this happened. If you find yourself in a situation where you are sad because something bad happened to you, you can experience that sadness for a while, but you cannot let it cripple you and make it impossible for you to take steps to move forward. When you allow it to cripple you, your spirit dies and ultimately your body dies. I mean, I have multiple examples of people in my life who physically spiritually and ultimately life perished because they were sad and depressed and unable to climb out of that space. Whatever it takes, you need to figure out how to climb out, whether it is with medical professional help, whether it is your will, whether it is your plan, you cannot stay stuck in inaction because it doesn't work. And Thomas Edison says, what? Our greatest weakness, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. I want you to think about that for a second. When have you given up? 
Thomas Edison says, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. So if you look just for a moment at your life, when have you given up? When have you, and I don't mean uh, turn the page and said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore because this isn't serving me. I'm going to do something else. That's different. That's making a decision and making the decision, no, not this. I'm going to do this. That is very, very different from being stuck, giving up on something that is important to you that must be resolved and you just decide, well, I'm not going to do that. That's a difference. When have you given up on something that you needed to continue working on? When was that? And if you can identify one thing right now that uh, would be pretty good for you to keep working on that thing, what is it? What is that one thing in your life that you need to keep working on? And if you did, pick it back up, not give up on it, and focus on it. And, you know, I learned from my friend Jocelyn Cooper years ago, you focus on something that matters to you one hour a day, after a week, you will see improvement. After a month, you will see an indication of of what watering the plant of you looks like. In a quarter, in three months, you're going to see definite progress. In a year, wow, you will see that not giving up meant that you accomplished something for yourself. Thomas Edison says the most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So now another friend of mine who just suffered a health challenge. <clears throat> he had suffered a health challenge during COVID, a major health challenge. And we, his family, I'm extended family, friends, thought that he was not going to make it. He made it. He pulled through. He started taking care of himself, exercising, eating right, doing all the great things. And then he slacked off a little bit. Now, I'm going to raise my hand as one of the people who has been in that uh, jump start, kind of back and forth. I'm going to work out every day. I do have an accountability buddy, and she just texted me this morning. Are you walking with me this morning? And I didn't get up early enough, and I had to be here for this. And so then she said, well, let's do it this afternoon. Sometimes I'm in five days a week. Sometimes I'm in no days a week. I think what happened with my friend was something similar to that. And he had another health setback. And when I talked to him, I said, you know, you can't give up. You got to keep working at it. He has the best attitude. Absolutely, Miss Colby says. I'm going to rehab, and when I get out of rehab, I have a goal of how much weight I'm going to lose, and I'm going to do it because I got a second chance. And with that second chance, I'm going to make every moment count. I was so inspired by him because the reality is, for many of us, it's not a one-time thing where you say, okay, I'm going to, I, this is important to me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep doing it. And then you just keep doing whatever that important, positive thing is for the rest of your life. That's not usually how life works. 
for many people, it takes a recommitment, recommitment day after day after day, because it can be difficult. And I want to say, okay, if it takes the recommitment, then let's recommit. I talked to a woman who has, you know, this is a time, because I'm not trying to take us down, but this is a time where I happen to be talking to and being in the company of a lot of people who are wrestling with health challenges. So another woman I saw a couple days ago who has, who is in the throes of um, surviving breast cancer. And she's in a great place. And she was telling me about the things that she's gone through and I didn't know anything about it. And she and her husband have been married almost 30 years. And she said that the support that she's gotten from him has been incredible. And she was so grateful for that support because of course, when you're ill, you want to have whatever positive energy around you that you possibly can. And then she made a point that, you know, I've been married 30 years. She made the point when you're married, you recommit to being married every single day. When you wake up in the morning, you recommit to being married. And I loved hearing that. You know, I listen to people who talk, who have been in relationships for long periods of time tell what their secret is. She wasn't even calling it that. She was just talking about her life right now and the things that she's going through. And when she made that point, everybody who's married knows that you recommit every single day to your marriage. And I loved hearing that. I also want to say, I don't know whether that's true. There are some people who are married, but who have given up, even though they're still there, which is probably one of the worst experiences. Because if you've given up, you feel stuck, you're not making an effort, then things aren't blossoming. The flowers of your uh, marriage aren't blossoming. Instead, what's happening is that you know, it may be dying or just maybe stagnant. So her attitude was so beautiful because what I heard her say is every day she is making that recommitment. That's what don't give up looks like. So back to Thomas Edison, he says, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. Our greatest weakness in humanity lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is what always to try just one more time. Always, that's the strong one, always to try just one more time. Just, you know, you're like, oh, I can't. And then that little voice inside says, just one more time. Oh, I don't want to. And the voice says, come on now, just one more time. What happens if you give that one more time? What happens if you don't allow the weeds to grow in the garden? When you don't allow others to take over your being, but instead when you put forth the effort. You know, I back to this fitness piece, which is part of the whole health story that I'm looking at as I look at my friends who are suffering. 
and my girlfriend who called me this morning and who this afternoon I intend to walk with her. You know, as I've been contemplating what's happening to my friends, I'm like, well, so what can I do now for me? What can I do to be a better steward of my health, my life? Because when I hear about someone who's struggling to move a part of their body because the body has weakness due to a health situation, I thank God that I don't have that as an issue. But that means it should be easy for me to get up and move and go to the gym and lift some weights and do whatever I need to do. I don't have the excuse of my body not being able to do something. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm attempting to move a part of my body that won't work anymore because of something that happened to me. Now, I can't control that. These people in my life who've had health scares, they were in um, differing degrees of health, but nobody that you would think a health crisis would occur. And that's kind of how it works. You don't know. But you do know that effort that you put in to make yourself as healthy as possible, what you consume, how you move your body, how you tend to yourself makes a difference. And I would way rather make time, create the discipline to do the things that are going to help me than allow myself, if it's possible, to avoid it, um, to fall into a place where I'm having difficulty moving because I didn't move when I could. So I'm saying that not, by the way, in judgment at all of my loved ones who are going through these situations. Who knows why that happened to them? But the wake-up call for me is what can I do now? And I hope that's a wake-up call for you. What can you do now to take care of yourself perhaps better than you are now? On a physical level, what can you do? Usually has to do with what you put in your mouth and what you do with your body and your mind. And I say your mind because we have heard time and again that stress can create so much wear and tear on the body that it can create health challenges. So how do you, what do you put in your mouth? How do you take care of your physical body? And how do you tend to your mind and your spiritual body? And if you're not doing a good enough job, start working on it now. Recommit now. Don't give up on those things. And beyond that, what are the other things that we need to do? How are we dealing with our finances? How are we dealing with relationships with loved ones? How are we tending to our work? How are we envisioning our future? Are you seeing the picture of what you want your life to be? And how engaged are you in making sure that that picture unfolds the way that you want it to? Yes, things happen. Setbacks happen all the time. Are you going to allow the setbacks to make you stop? Even if it's a huge setback, are you going to say, oh, it's too much, I give up? Or are you going to say, no, I'm going to always try just one more time? 
And when you think about this is a very serious idea because when setbacks happen that are huge, what do you do? There's a person in my life, a, a person who was a, just a few years younger than me. And as we were growing up, he made some choices that were bad choices and ended up in jail. This is one of those instances where he did time for something that he did wrong. And he did a lot of time. And he served his time and came out. And guess what happened? He's living a better life. He's being responsible. He's taking care of business. Even after committing a crime, serving time for having committed a crime, a lot of time, he didn't give up on himself, on his family, or the possibilities for the future. I'm giving you all these examples because I want you to see it doesn't matter what has happened. Whatever is going on in your life, it is possible for you to stay strong, to be resilient, to not give up, and to make the choice that you can move forward with empowered thinking and action. So let's look at the quote one more time before we go. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed, the most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Just one more time. So as you go through your day today and you find yourself going, uh, I don't feel like doing that. Give it just one more effort. As you assess the things that are most important to you and something on that list is going to be like, oh, I have put that off so many times. I want you to consider not putting it off this time. What can you do rather than putting it off? Attend to it. Don't give up on it. Face it. Fix it. Do it. Whatever you have to do in order to give it that one more try. And then see how it feels. For me, it gives me a lot of energy when I do what I know is best for me. And when I don't, it usually keeps me up at night or wakes me up in the middle of the night. I want to sleep well. I want to enjoy the bliss of the moment whenever I can. And today, I believe a lot of that has to do with never giving up. So I hope you will do the opposite of giving up. Step in, dig in deeper, take care of you because you're worth it. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.